With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. It is August 12th, 2021, and today is a special day for Atlanta United because today it announced the hiring of Gonzalo Pineda as its fourth manager. He follows, in chronological order, Gerardo Martino, Frank DeBoer, Gabriel Heinze, with interim Stephen Glass and Rob Valentino thrown in. Valentino will coach the next two games for the five stripes against LAFC at home on Sunday and against Toronto at home on Wednesday because Pineda has tested positive for COVID. He'd been vaccinated but still tested positive last week. So he's got to go through the quarantine process. And as soon as he clears, he's expected to take uh, to officially take over the team next Thursday with that training session following the Toronto game. For those who don't know, uh, Pineda is a very respected uh, assistant manager, uh, formerly of the Seattle Sounders. He has one year of experience in Major League Soccer. He helped Seattle win the Community Shield. As an assistant to Brian Schmetzer, he's helped Seattle reach the MLS Cup Finals three times, winning it once. Uh, he had a long career, uh, good career in Mexico, which included him uh, playing, I think it's 40-something times for the Mexican national team. Uh, so a long, illustrious career. Uh, he counts as his influences, Enrico Meza, Ricardo Lavolpa, and Hugo Sanchez. Um, so that's three pretty good guys. I've written a little bit more about them in stories if you want to Find them. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC and on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. They had his introductory press conference today, and it was done by Zoom. And on it were Pineda, Atlanta United President Darren Eels, and Vice President Carlos Bocanegra. And some of the things they talked about with regard to Pineda were his familiarity with Major League Soccer, his understanding of the intricacies of Major League Soccer with its different player acquisition mechanisms and salary caps and budgets, his knowledge of MLS itself, his winning pedigree, his aggressive offensive tactics, and the fact that he's just a good guy. Um, He met Pineda, met face-to-face with everyone from Carlos to Darren to people in the building to Steve Cannon, the CEO of Arthur M. Blank Sports and Entertainment, to Arthur Blank himself. They had to fly to Alaska get on a boat, and meet Arthur Blank at his yacht out in the Pacific Ocean somewhere uh, because that's where he happened to be at the time. Such is life. Uh, But I think that was very important because of COVID, the team couldn't do a lot of face-to-face interviews regarding Gabriel Heinze. 
So I think a lot of the landmines that might have been apparent in a face-to-face conversation weren't there in Zoom conversations. And all those landmines kind of exploded with Heinze and the way that he treated the media, with the way that he treated you know people who weren't players at the franchise, some of his practices, some of his habits that resulted in grievances filed by the MLSPA to the Major League Soccer League uh, about violations of the CBA. Uh, they still haven't released the findings of that, and I bother them constantly about doing so. Um, so he checks a lot of boxes. To his credit, he didn't sound like he's going to come in to try to reinvent the wheel. He said the team has talent. He believes he, the team is going to make the playoffs. Um, he's not going to do a lot of tweaking. He gave a lot of credit to Rob Valentino, who will remain on staff. He's the, he's the interim manager who will remain on staff for the work he's done in getting the players uh, attacking, uh, kind of breathing a little bit, playing with passion. That's the big thing he said he wants to see is passion, 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 passion. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think the team's going to need about 45 points. They only have 18. There's 16 games remaining. So uh, they've got to get on the get on the gun. I think the next two are, are easily winnable. Um, so we'll see. So I asked you all to send me some questions about Pineda, and let's get to them. Nick asks, we all thought Frank DeBoer and Gabriel Hines that were going to be long-term fits, and we all saw how that went. What makes you think Pineda could be different? It's a really good question. Uh, Nick, a often, often contributor to the podcast. Um, the biggest difference, I think, between Pineda and between those two are, number one, his knowledge of Major League Soccer, his knowledge of the salary cap, his knowledge of the travel and all the things. I mean, Gabriel Heinze didn't even have to fly domestic with Atlanta United. It was charter everywhere. Imagine how that would have gone down with him. Pineda is a, you know, did talk to some people about him on background, and they all just talked about he's a good guy. He treats everyone well. He, once you gain his trust, he's your best friend. Um, and he had the trust, or he trusted a lot of people at Seattle, and they trusted him. Um, so just a really good guy. And Heinze was it? I think Frank was. Frank just had trouble kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just connecting, I think, on a personal level with people. And it's not a character flaw or anything of him. He tried. It's just, I guess, maybe something that just, I don't know, just wasn't working in Atlanta. Um, so that's why I think Pineda could be different. Umberto asks, do you see Carlos Bocanegra's contract being renewed if the team makes the playoffs? Yes, because that's the goal. As Daniel said today, all you have to do is get in. After that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter where you get in, as long as you get in. So yes, I do see Boca Negro's contract being renewed if the team makes the playoffs. Ben asks, the last two permanent hires stated they would play attacking soccer, which I noted in one of the stories today, which you can again find at Doug Roberts and AJC on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, or by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Do you think Pineda will deliver on an attacking style of play? Another check uh, for Pineda is he seems to be a guy who will adjust the tactics to the personnel and not try to fit the personnel within the tactics, which I think was a problem with Frank and with Heinze. You look at Seattle the past few years, a lot of injuries, surprise retirements, uh, suspensions, things like that, and they constantly found a way to overcome. Uh, they would all, they're always able to fit 
the tactics to whatever their strengths are, which is a huge credit to Schmetzer and Pineda. Um, so yes, I do think Pineda will deliver on attacking style of play because that is the makeup of this team. Josh asks, how influential was he in Seattle? Good question. Very influential. He and Brian Schmetzer worked hand-in-hand on developing the tactics. It was Pineda's idea for Seattle to go to three at the back this year, which is something that the franchise has never done as a base formation. Uh, you remember for a long time, Seattle was the class of Major League Soccer this year. They're currently second in the East. They've had some injuries and some other things they've been dealing with, uh, but they're still second in the West right now. Uh, Pineda was hugely influential, charting everything from midfield passing to attacking runs to spacing on defense. He knows his stuff. His, his badges were are UEFA coaching badges, not CONCACAF coaching badges. So he has a foot in Mexico, where he grew up and played, in the United States, where he played and coached, and in Europe, where he's got his coaching badges. He's a well-rounded guy who deeply knows the sport. And our last question from James, how is he with the media? How have the players reacted to his hire? Well, today he was great with the media. Um, much better than Gabriel Heinze was in his introductory press conference. Uh, Frank DeBoer was good in his introductory press conference. Tata was good in his introductory press conference. Um, all of them were good except for Heinze. Um, I understand that he, he is good with the media. He understands the role of the media. He understands that MLS is a growing league, that Atlanta United is competing in a crowded uh, entertainment scape in the city. So I think you're going to see a lot more from him than you saw from Heinze, who I can't remember ever doing an interview except with us and only because it's part of the contract uh, that Major League Soccer has with franchises. Um, I think you'll see a lot more of that from him than you ever did with, frankly, any of the managers. Um, and how are the players reacted to his hire? We'll get a chance to find out tomorrow. We're talking to captains Brad Guzan and Joseph Martinez. I presume they're going to say nothing but positive things, um, but we'll see. So that's all the questions you sent, so I'm going to wrap this one up. This is going to be quick. Uh, my verdict on the press conference is it's hard to lose the press conference. He won the Pineda won the press conference today. Um, now it's a matter of, in my opinion, I think he, he this season he almost just kind of needs to kind of stay out of the way, if that makes sense, and let Valentino continue to do what he's been doing and then provide his input where he feels really strongly about it and just kind of learn the players, learn the team, get to know everyone. And then in the offseason, he can really start to try to put his stamp on things. Because what Valentino is doing right now seems to be working, and it would be really odd to try to mess it up right now. Um, he does have a plan for Luis Arahu, uh, the new player, the new signing that had a press conference two days ago. Um, so that's going to be exciting to see. All right, guys, we're wrapping up this podcast. I hope all of you are well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy. I hope your families are safe and happy. Please consider following me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC and on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. Thank you. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show streams now on AJC.com. 
the AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.